Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? How do I make money off my podcast? The answer to every one of those questions is real simple, and it's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free, and it's really easy to use. And now, Anchor can even match you with great sponsors who want advertising your podcast. That means you can get paid right off, right off the bat. And in fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I'm getting paid, baby. And it's real easy. So if you always want to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. Yeah, welcome to the King Kelso Podcast. Check this out, man. I'm This podcast is going to be about a few of my, my personal experiences that um, that makes it easy for me to relate to the rioting and the looting, you know. I, I definitely don't condone burning your own shit. I think you picked the wrong house to burn down. That's just my opinion, you know. But I understand that if I'm constantly telling you to treat me better, I said nicely the first time, hey, man, don't do that. That's not cool. You keep doing it. Each time I'm trying to explain to you, you know, what you're doing to me is not right. And as that time passes, all the niceties are gone. I can't keep begging you to treat me better. I refuse to. So when you do that, whatever it is that you do to me again, and I finally have my fill of your shit, then I'm going to explode. Now, depending on my age and my, my, my personal experience, my personal situation is going to determine what happens when that explosion occurs. If I'm young, no kids, no real career, you know, and I'm just tired of getting fucked with, that explosion is going to lead to me doing some not-so-smart things. Fucking up Target, burning down stores in my own neighborhood. Right? But that does not negate the fact of what you did to get me here. You understand? That's what people are losing sight of. Yeah, sure, it's not too smart to burn up shit in your own neighborhood. Right? But at the same time, I'm tired of fucking begging you to be treated equally, fairly, right? I'm just sick of it. So you can judge me or or whatever for how I feel. Man, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. Because my life experiences have been 
one of those that I know for a fact people like that are not going to hear you till you meet them with some fucking aggression. For example, when I first started working at the job I just retired for, I made a fire, investigating a fire where an entire family was murdered. Husband shot, execution style in a, in a garage. The mom was raped and shot in the head on the couch, set on fire. Three children died from smoke inhalation. This is my first fatality fire ever. Right? So now I'm trying to wrap my mind around what the fuck I'm, I'm about to go see. And as I'm putting on my PPE, my boots, and all that shit, getting my stuff together, the chief investigator, the boss of the investigators at the time, comes out to my car and makes a comment of, man, it's hot. It's hotter than a nigger on election day. And I'm looking at him like, dude. And I actually told him, I said, man, you, you can't say shit like that. Well, it's the truth. And the whole time I'm thinking like, man, what the fuck have I gotten myself into? Right? I was fresh out the Navy. And I've been around some racist folks in the Navy, but this shit was beyond comprehension. Right? So now I got to go into that fire scene and deal with the tragedy of a whole family being murdered with the thought of the guy who's my boss the boss of all of us is saying racist shit like that. So if he felt so free that he could just say that without fearing any consequences, something like, what kind of fucking system am I dealing with? This guy has no fear of nothing. He just thinks he can say whatever the fuck he wants. Right? You know, but I just bought a house. You know, had a young kid at the time. And, man, it was just... I couldn't respond the way I wanted to respond. But I was hoping that that would be a one-off. You know what I mean? And we're not to deal with that shit no more. But I couldn't have been... I couldn't have been lucky like that. Because that was just the beginning of his bullshit. You know? Man, I've had situations where I would go work a fire put in some real good work. And he would call everybody out that was working with me. He would call them into, the, into his office and ask them, what did McQueen mess up on? Do you really think he should have did this? Do you think he should have did that? You understand? So it was constant. I'm talking about for years shit like that happened. All right? There's so many fucking stories that I could tell. Yeah. But my main point of this particular podcast is the fact that I've been through so much and I dealt with it and I held it in and I know I know that I should have I should have just left. Right? I should have just left the job, moved the fuck on, did something different somewhere else. And it got to a point where I was going to do that, you know, after they had fired um, the office manager. It was a new fire marshal come in, and 
this motherfucker hired his his girlfriend and and fired the the lady that was there before. He was doing an amazing job, right? And this same guy, <laughs> the lady that he hired to replace my friend, she wound up accusing him of rape. So he got fired, right? But this motherfucker was after me, doing everything he could, you know, to 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 fire me, right? Because they they were so they were such pussies that they couldn't just fucking fire him. They wanted me to quit, or they wanted to push me until I violated some big rule and just have a, a easy way out. You know, but I'm 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 built a little different. You know, if because my natural reaction, if you come at me with force, is for me to respond with force. You know, but I was the police at the time, so I couldn't. I knew that wasn't an option. So what I did was, when they would come at me with that bullshit, I'd already prepared a defense. You know what I mean? Because they were thinking that the stuff that they were sharing with these other investigators wasn't going to get back to me. They thought just because they look like them and they nod and smile while they were talking that they agreed with everything that was being said. Some did, but most didn't. And that shit got back to me. So I was already prepared. I did more fighting with the people who were supposed to support me and have my back than I did with any criminal ever in my 20-plus years that I was investigating fires. You understand? So, as much as I, I have hate in my heart for them, for the way they treated me, with those dummies, without even knowing it, made me into good police. You understand? Made me understand that I had to always be prepared for the unexpected. Because who in the hell would expect your boss the guy who hired you made you feel like you were welcome, made you think that you're going to be a part of a team, be the one to try to sabotage you, you know, fire you, get rid of you. You know, that guy came to my house. I just bought the house. He came to my house and asked me, man, you know, uh, you know, if you got fired, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't sue or nothing, would you? You know, like if you got a good letter of recommendation and all that, you know, it, it wouldn't be no problem, right? Now, you already know my, my initial reaction was to put my hands on this dude. Because it's like, how dare you come to my house and, and tell me some shit like that? What in the fuck make you think that you had the right to do that without some repercussions? Right? But see, I was already prepared. Because like I told you, they would say shit in front of people and they thought they were in line with their, their racist bullshit. But I had already got the word, man, that this guy was planning some shit. You know? I was already told, hey, man, motherfuckers come at you in them situations where they think it's just you and them. If you can't record it, as soon as they leave, go write that shit down. Write it down and keep your book somewhere. And that's all I did. That's, but that was, that was hard for me because I can tell you my natural reaction is to meet force with force. 
right? So, I got past that shit. And that was like in the first year and a half. But for four years, however long that guy stayed in charge, it was the same shit. Over and over again. You know? So, I understand the frustration of telling the motherfucker, you gotta treat me better. What you're doing is fucked up. And they're not listening. And you're getting fed up with their shit. And then one day you just explode. Then all hell is breaking loose. So I understand it. You know? I just think you're burning the wrong fucking house. They're going to listen. You know? They're going to listen. You know? But I think it would have a, a greater effect if you switch targets. You know what I mean? Go to that officer's neighborhood, burn their shit. You know, if you just got to burn something, go burn it. But with all that, you got to be willing to accept the risk of when your ass get caught, what's going to happen. And if you okay with that, yeah, do it. Fuck them. Do it. And I mean that. Do it. Don't. Don't stoop to their lover and hurt anybody. Nah, don't uh, don't endanger any lives. Nah, because if you do that, well, now nah, you just as fucked up as they are. Because they took a life. They took that. They murdered that man in broad fucking daylight. Had his foot knee on his neck for nine motherfucking minutes. The whole world witnessed the murder. Right before our very fucking eyes. And and. Uh, Best you could come up with is they shouldn't burn up their own community. Man, get the fuck out of here with that shit. These people witnessed murder. You understand? Motherfucking murder. You don't have any idea how traumatic that can be for anybody. You understand? I've seen murder after the fact. People burn the fuck up, got shot before, and their body set on fire. But all of my 50 years, man, that's my first murder I've ever witnessed. And it fucked me up. And it got half of America fucked up. So miss me with that peaceful protest bullshit. All that kumbaya bullshit. You understand? People need to be heard. And, and these motherfuckers ain't listening. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Riots are the voice of the unheard. And people get tired of telling you to treat them right. You know? I say re, re, refocus. If you're going to do it, refocus. Yeah, refocus. March out of your neighborhood. Make the motherfuckers feel it where they live at. So they can have a fucking reminder. Every day they wake up. They think of, think twice about treating somebody of color in a negative way. All right? Because, see, you don't have no leverage when you burn your own shit. Nah. March to the officer's neighborhood. Don't, don't kill nobody because then you'll be fucked up like him. Nah, don't, don't pull no guns, you know. And really, you don't even have to burn shit. Bust out a few motherfucking windows. All right? Nah, I'll take that back. You ain't got to burn shit. 
You ain't got to bust out no windows. You walk down the motherfucking street. Let them motherfuckers know. You see how many officers they had in front of the old boy house? That's terror. That's the same fucking terror that that dude has given to so many fucking black people. That's the same terror that goddamn Big Floyd had when that cocksucker took his life. That's what you, you instill fear in them. You reverse that shit. And that's what I had to do in my situation. Them motherfuckers had me on edge all the time. Because I'm like, man, I can't lose my job. I got a family to take care of. But man, I woke, man, these motherfuckers had drove me to the point where I weighed 400 pounds. I was drinking every goddamn day. I was fucked up. To one morning I woke up and before my feet hit the fucking ground, I decided I was done with that shit. I'm not going to let these motherfuckers ruin me. I'm not going to allow them to turn me into somebody that I'm not. So I started reading up on things to do to change people's behavior towards you. And the biggest thing I learned is be present. So motherfucker talk shit behind your back. But most of them are so coward they would never say it to your face. So be present. And that's the same thing we got to do in this situation. These motherfuckers can change laws that'll benefit them and hurt us because we're not present. Right? So after we get past this shit and they, they, they got down charge the other three convict all four we need to be present no longer will a mayor get elected a senator, a congressman any motherfucker, commissioner anybody that needs to go through the people to get their job no longer will they be in that position without, without our approval it's done the time is over. All right? So, if you got to get through it the way you're doing it, be careful. Ease up on the violence. Don't Definitely don't hurt each other. Don't hurt nobody else. See, those buildings are insured. Those buildings can be rebuilt, but your life cannot. Nothing we do right now is going to bring, bring back Big Floyd and all the other hundreds of unarmed black men have been killed. Nothing we can do right now in the way of violence is going to bring them back. This is an attention getter. Right? If, you, if you focus on just getting their attention, cool. But if you think hurting an individual is going to help, it's not. But they need... They need their bell rung. You understand? Because see, now these motherfuckers trying to tell you how to be angry. You can't tell me how to be angry, homie. You can't do that. That's not for, that's not for you to do. All right? And I'm not going to tell anybody how to be angry. You know? Like I said, I, I don't, I'm not in 100% agreeance with things that have happened. But I damn sure fucking understand. I know what it's like to be unheard. I definitely do. 
So my whole point is this, man. Let's be very fucking clear. If you're going to ride, ride smart. Take that shit to somebody else's neighborhood. Go to the people that caused this situation. Right? Don't do no harm now to, to any individuals because that make it just as bad as them. You know? No guns. None of that shit. Right? Be as peaceful as you can. But for as folks out here thinking that the looting is the worst of it, <laughs> fuck that looting. Fuck Target. Fuck them stores. Because all them offers got insurance. And they probably going to be bigger and better than they were before. All right? You only get one life, homie. So don't don't be out here trying to take no life. Protect your life. But get your message across. And sometimes when you met with force, you got to meet that force with equal aggression. And in most cases, you have to be more aggressive simply for these motherfuckers to understand. Because as long as you comply, as long as you are, are, are doing what they ask you to do, being angry the way they want you to be angry, the motherfucker's going to keep shitting on you. I'm not telling you some shit I think. I'm telling you some shit I know. You know? Because for me, as long as I kept my mumblings to a, to a minimum and, you know, had that woe with me attitude, I can't believe, what did I do? Trying to change their opinion on me. That shit didn't work. The motherfuckers terrorized me for five fucking years. Until I said no more. Right? But I came up with a plan. I was present. I was present and I spoke up and I didn't back down. And shit changed. It went from them trying to fire me to me being the first lieutenant, first black lieutenant, to being the captain of investigations. Right? But see, that didn't, all those titles didn't change the way they really thought about me. They were still working behind the scenes to to get rid of me, to knock me off my pivot. Right? But I had learned so much to uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, they wasn't smart enough to knock me off my pivot. Right? I gave up my job because I was I was ready to retire anyway. I had already found other interests. It was time for me to go. You know, and plus, I have made a pact that I was going to stay until the last motherfucker left. The last motherfucker that shitted on me, that went behind my back trying to get me fired or trying to make me quit. I left when he left. When that motherfucker was finally gone, I was like, okay, my work is done here. And I ain't worried about that shit since. So stay focused. And stay dangerous. Peace.